Hey everyone, Gene here from Exploring the Myth. Remember you can also follow us on Facebook, Twitter, YouTube, TikTok, and Instagram for exclusive clips and images, behind-the-scenes footage, as well as updates on future podcasts and stories. Welcome to Exploring the Myth Podcast. Exploring the Myth Podcast. Where we'll take a dive into the dark and unknown parts of the world. Now, here with your guides, Omar, Richard, and Gene. Welcome to Exploring the Myth Podcast with Omar, Gene, and Richard. What's going on, guys? What's up? <laughs> How y'all doing? How you doing? Um, you guys have heard of um, Bloody Mary, right, for this first one? Yeah. What when did y'all hear about? It? Like I, I remember hearing about it. God, I must have been in what, like seventh grade, sixth grade. You know, some kids came to school, like, "Hey, man, you uh, you heard of Bloody Mary?" <laughs> and he was like, "What?" It's like, "Yeah, yeah." You know, we went and sent the mirror, and she like scratched me right here, and they would like show you these scratches, and you look it up. Yeah, nothing- it must have been around that same time when I first heard about it. I don't remember seventh grade, and I definitely don't remember people saying they scratched. No but- shit. Yeah, really? I just remember like more like girls like like Monday morning when girls would have like sleepover they'd be like oh we played Bloody Mary but I don't remember. Yeah, yeah. there was one that I remember one occasion where they said that but again they were probably just bullshitting you know. Yeah, that's what I'm thinking. Um, I don't know what grade it was for mine, but I I never I never remember I know now just come because I looked into it but I never remember it being a boy girl thing. I always just thought just in general, if you went and said Bloody Mary three times, either something flashed in front of you or you got the scratch or Mm -hmm. something like that. Yeah, there's like – so there's different, I guess, I don't know, things that go along with the myth. Uh, It's normally in groups. You normally see it with like groups of girls, but then, you know, you go in a mirror. um, You can say it either three times, 12 times. Um, They'll light a candle. They'll dim the lights. Um, But for those who don't know, uh, this is from Wikipedia, Bloody Mary is a legend consisting of a ghost, phantom, or a spirit conjured to reveal the future. She is said to appear in a mirror when her name is chanted repeatedly. The Bloody Mary apparition may be benign or malevolent, depending on historic variations of the legend. Bloody Mary appearances are mostly witnessed in group partition play. Um. Mm. Historically, the divination ritual encouraged young women to walk up a flight of stairs backward, holding a candle and a hand mirror in a darkened house, which already (laughs) sounds like trouble to begin with. Just crab walking backwards (laughs) up the stairs. Like, that's not a good start. Let me turn off the lights, light a candle, and look in a mirror on my way up here and see what happens. Uh, As they gazed into the mirror, they were supposed to be able to catch a view of their future husband's face. There was, however, a chance that they would see a skull or the face of the Grim Reaper instead, indicating that they were going to die before they would have the chance to marry. (laughs) (laughs) So there's that. Uh, In the ritual of today, Bloody Mary allegedly appears to individuals or groups who ritualistically invoke her name in an act of catoptromacy. I hope I got that right. <laughs> Who knows? Uh, this is done by repeating, repeatedly chanting her name into a mirror placed in a dimly lit or candlelit room. The name must be repeated three times, or uh, like I said, sometimes it's like others. Um, the Bloody Mary apparition allegedly appears as a corpse, witch, or ghost 
that can be friendly or evil and is sometimes seen covered in blood. The lore surrounding Jeez. the ritual states that participants may endure the apparition screaming at them, cursing at them, strangling them, stealing their soul, drinking <laughs> their blood, <laughs> or scratching their eyes out. Some variations of the ritual called Bloody Mary by a different name. Hail Mary, Mary Worth, uh, who, let's see, I have this up here. So Mary Worth was a witch who was burned for practicing magic. Uh, and then some stories, she's also a young woman who died in a car accident. And then there's a couple other legends uh, that are kind of parallel that that we can go into. Another famous one would be Queen Mary uh, one, which was the first queen regnant of England. Um, she ended up just murdering a bunch of people. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I was shocked it. I was shocked to see looking into it how many variations. I thought it was all just one kind of consensus Bloody Mary. Right. Um, mm -hmm. But there's different there's different versions of not only who Bloody Mary is, but how the Bloody Mary ritual is carried out. Oh, yeah. Um, but, yeah, I saw the same thing, Gene. I saw the, the witch back in Salem uh, version. And so it seems like today's version is more of a conjuring of – a thing or a person you not everyone's thinking about, or you might not even know the full background, but I think today, the way I understood it when I was a kid and still understand it now is you're saying it in the mirror and you're conjuring that thing to come out. Um, it's, it's not really so much used anymore to tell if you're going to have like, who's going to give you your baby anymore. It's more of like a, like a scary thing, like a Ouija board type thing. Like you're trying to conjure a spirit. Yeah, it's like a yeah. it's like a dare type thing. Hey, I dare you to do this. Do you believe in this? No. Saying which, and, oh, go on. It's crazy because, as ridiculous as it sounds, and as silly as we can say, you know, did y'all ever try it, or Fuck tempted, no. or asked to try? Hell it? no, <laughs> dude. Richard. Just doing this research, I try not to even think about it when I'm in front of the mirror. Yeah. No, I. <laughs> I remember doing it. Um, what? I don't know how old I was. Yeah. I said Bloody Mary like three times and then nothing happened. I've never, no one's ever shown me like this three scratches right here is when I got it. I've heard, it, the only time I've heard stories like that were things where you could never verify it on the spot. Well, my cousin, and this is when you're like 12, 11, something like that. No, dude, when my cousins did it, I swear, like, they, he came out and he had scratches all yeah, over. Yeah, yeah. And they're never there to be like, is that true? And like, yeah, they're never there. They're always yeah. somebody's cousin or somebody's friend's mom's brother. It's never a, it's never a firsthand account that I've heard where they're like, I saw it. So, well, I never did it. And that's wild that you said you did it. That's pretty cool. That's brave because I was Hell scared. Yeah. Heck no, dude. Seeing that movie Candyman, where it's kind of loosely based off the same type of deal. Yes. Candyman, Candyman, whatever. And then he pops up. I was like, heck no. And I was tempted. And there was lots of times where we're hanging out, having like the guys over for the weekend, whatever. And like, oh, do it. Nope. And to think like a folklore tale would like have that much power over you is kind of it's kind of like, yeah, demeaning. It's weird. Hell no. Why would you do that? I think, Rich, I think you need to do it 12 times, though. Uh, just to <laughs> yeah, you could do it up to 13 times. But that's, yeah. that's interesting, though, because it there's uh, having that, that fear of it would also come with having – some of you believes that a little bit, right? 
I mean, not, I think the more rational part is like, no, that's not going to happen. But just the fact that you're like, I won't do it. Is there some yeah. part of you that, that thinks that, well, if there's a bowl of M&Ms and you tell me one M&M will kill me if I eat it, I'm just, why even try? So even if I only believe in it 1%, I just don't want to, how, how, or you tell me, how does, how does it feel for you? Well, who, like me that believes in it? Or Omar. Well, I mean, even if there was that 1%, I don't want to risk it. I mean, why? <laughs> I mean, why? Oh, you know what? This There's 1% chance that this might happen. So let me just go ahead and do this anyway. Like, and that's, no. what, that's what Richard's saying. It's like, but what is that control over you? I mean, I still have times where the dark gets me and I'm like, eh, am I, is there 1% of me that thinks I'm going to get, you know, murdered by a demon or something? Probably not, but that fear still lingers. Maybe it's like a traumatic, I mean, y'all, I don't want to get into it like right now at all, but y'all know like my childhood was a little bit different than other people's childhood as far as where I grew up and what went on. But uh, what do you mean? a little oh, bit of that. It doesn't know Omar grew up in a haunted ass house. Ah, we're not jumping into that. <laughs> Especially when I'm alone at home right now. <laughs> oh, I'm so, oh really? Oh shit! Oh shit! Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> now, but uh, so now I don't know. Whatever, but maybe that was a little bit traumatizing, or I don't know. I can't. And, and it's a, to me, it seems like it's kind of lost its its purpose almost. Like in the beginning, the purpose might have been. I mean, think about what they're. I, we even laughed when we told Gene kind of how you had the origin story. So you you turn up, which I'm guessing in the times that they did this, there weren't light flickers on and off. It was like candlelight. Yes. And there's right. so there's a stairwell. So you have to not only go up the stairwell, you have to turn your back to the stairwell. You have to have a mirror, and as you're walking up the stairwell backwards. Um, you're saying bloody Mary, bloody Mary. And then supposedly the mirror might reflect behind you, your future husband or a, <laughs> a demon or something that yeah. almost seems so ridiculous. It's meant to have some sort of subconscious message behind it. Like maybe you shouldn't be do. maybe it's to scare you into not just dreaming about who your future husband's <laughs> going to be. And how about you just let fate happen? So if you, cause I'm guessing 12 and 13 year old girls back then were the same as 12, 13, 14 year old girls now who are like, I'm going to marry this person. And I'm going to be like, Oh, but, and they're just tied up in dreams of like a wedding and getting married. Not all there's exceptions, but I'm guessing that was a problem back then, just like it is now. And maybe mm -hmm. there's a group of adults like us, like, what can we do to make it like sound, make them feel dumb for doing that? Like, Oh, okay. Well, if you want to find out, like, mom, please, who am I going to marry? Dad, I need to know who I'm going to marry. Okay, well, I'll, there's one way you can know. That mirror right there, grab it, walk backwards up the stairs, and just say, uh, I don't Bloody Mary, eight, 15 <laughs> times, something like that. And then it'll show you. And if it doesn't, then then you don't know. Yeah. How that, many women yeah. or girls do you think fell and, like, got legitimately hurt, <laughs> like, injured? Like, imagine. You're not married. You're not getting married now. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> you got burn marks on your face, girl. <laughs> but it's it's funny because now we have – so we have this, this lure, this legend that still continues somewhat based on the concept of the mirror, the dark. But there's no – what is the – what would be the benefit now? Is it just, like – um well it's, well it's stopping you from being in dark rooms and you you might get hurt it seems like the actual fear or the lesson to be learned here is more of 
just don't do it, period. And the lesson would be learned if you do it and it, it'll get you, it'll hurt you. And that's your lesson that you would learn, which doesn't seem much like how it originally started, where maybe there was a broader lesson to be learned. Yeah, now it's more of just a dare thing of courage. Like, all right, you're going to be a wimp or you're going to go and do this thing. You know, are you scared? Also, then, what I, oh, sorry, go on. Uh, no, no, you're good. No, j- just real quick to what Richard was saying about the, the girl going up the stairs backwards, holding a mirror. That could also, in my mind, what I went to was you're doing so many things at once that it could also almost trigger your brain to, oh, I did see something because I'm Perfect. juggling 15 other things walking backwards. And you know what I mean? It might actually create this false, you know, brain little deal and uh so that's what i was thinking but anyways go on yeah Sorry. well i mean well speaking of which um there are actually <clears> some <throat> studies that were done uh in italy mm-hmm. um so again you know this is what i pulled up uh staring into a mirror in a dimly lit room for a prolonged period can cause one to hallucinate ah. facial features may appear to melt distort disappear and rotate while other hallucinatory elements, such as animal or strange faces, strange faces may appear. Uh, Giovanni Caputo at the University of Urbino writes this phenomenon, which he calls the strange face illusion, is believed to be a consequence of a disassociative identity effect, which causes the brain's facial recognition system to misfire in a currently unidentified way. Other possible explanations for the phenomenon include illusions attributed, at least partially, to the perceptual effects of Troxler's fading and possibly self-hypnosis, which basically, if you stare long enough, your mind wants, like, we're trained to see faces, which is weird. You look in the clouds, you see a face. You look at a truck or a car, how many times have you seen a face in a vehicle? You look at a fridge, you see a face. Mm-hmm. And so you yeah. stare long enough, especially in a dimly lit room. And normally when you're saying Bloody Mary like this amount of times, you're actually looking into the mirror and focusing on one image, especially uh, in some cases you'll spin around like 12 times saying it as you look into the mirror, which can cause this effect and you to hallucinate, um, which are other explanations for this happening. Yeah, there's also a study Ohio State did. And it was more towards uh, clinical depression. I don't know why, but people that are clinically depressed have a higher, uh, the, the, the way we catch faces, like even when they're not there is like a survival instinct. It helps to see a, a tiger face coming out of the jungle um, so you can get away from it. It's, it's going back all the way to like early mankind where it's just, it helps you survive better if, you, if your brain can see a face right away and recognize it. And it's even overcharged. So we see it when it's not there. Like if the mashed potatoes are arranged in a weird way, your brain will see a face. There's no face there. It's mashed potatoes, but your brain will register a face to it. Um, and so what they did is they did a clinical study for people that were on clinical or people that were clinically depressed. And that showed um, the same phenomenon after even the 13 times. So they did the version with the 13 time Bloody Mary. And so this was specifically with the Bloody Mary myth. So they did this study where the participants said it 13 times, staring into the mirror. And I think half of them or something said that they either saw a distorted figure or something behind them that they couldn't quite make out. Um, but that was much more in line with what they felt like was that 
part of your brain that overreacts to seeing faces than it was uh, anything supernatural. But I mean, oh, there, there's there's been times where <clears throat> you know I'm at home and I'm you know you know talking about dark where you your brain almost like tricks itself. I mean I've had that. So it's like I'm home alone. I'm obviously safe. Doors locked. Everything, but it's dark and like you just hear something and you just imagine like this thing. I don't know if y'all have ever had that. Yeah, um, everyone has that. Yeah, <laughs> um, which could drive a lot of these stories. I mean, who knows? Um, I don't know if it drives it, but it helps to like. I think what drove it there was obviously like what you talked about in the beginning that there may have been a kind of a like. And let's make up some stuff to kind of get them to leave us alone about this whole, who are you going to marry when you grow up thing? Um, so I don't know if like seeing faces, that phenomenon kicked off the bloody Mary, but I think it helped perpetuate it in the fact of what it turned it into today. Because if you go and do it 13 times and you're at a party, say you're a little intoxicated or something else, it's not too unlikely that some distortion is going to happen in the mirror or you might start to see something that is not a face at all, but the more you look at it starts to become a face. Yeah. And then that kind of perpetuates the legend. So then that's that girl, Sally comes out like, Oh my God, I told you guys, like, I didn't think it was real. I honestly didn't, but I swear to God, like the wall behind me started turning into like, a, like the bloody Mary girl. I don't know. And then that person's going to tell, yeah, my friend at a party, she actually saw it in the back. And then it's going to, it kind of perpetuates it more than it like. Yeah. Yeah. Started it. Well then, but how, how did my cousin get scratched then? Wait, what? I don't know. Wait, wait, whoa, whoa, whoa. your cousin got scratched. <laughs> yes. I told y'all since I was in seventh grade, my cousin got scratched. <laughs> I mean, every yeah. time I've heard that story, I've never had the person in front of me. <laughs> and I've never seen the scratch. <laughs> never so, seen my cousin did. For, I don't, wait, really? No, seriously? No, I'm just uh, I'm totally <laughs> see, And this is why I believe shit. I'm like, okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. Dude, but uh, about the faces thing, in the shower, on the tiles, I'm finding like 500 faces every day and i'm not even kidding i right. do it all the time right it's so no i'm serious <laughs> no come on but kidding. uh but yeah man i don't know it i've seen way too much stuff like i don't know so yeah i could see how this and and i know that 99 percent of things that i've seen that i oh this is paranormal weird is not i know it now when i'm older i'm like okay our brains do do weird things and it's weird. It's strange. When you get older, you start realizing what those things are. And I can easily see how exactly what Richard was saying, how that can like perpetuate the bigger, grander myth. And it's kind of fun to talk about too. It's not, it's not the worst thing in the world to go back with a cool story and tell your friends, tell your family, have something to say over dinner or at a party. So it, it's all, tied together and it all just makes for this grand myth and it's that's the beauty of a myth honestly it's cool yeah well, it's, you, well, so sorry. <laughs> wait a minute <laughs> ah, cool. i mean even going think, back into it you know when a lot of these myths were created you know we didn't have tv or movies right true. so it was almost a form of entertainment where you know you'd be around you'd talk about things things and create them right but yeah. also imagine that pressure too right like, so you're not, not being maybe our age, but even at our, let's say our age, but then compound that by pretending you're 11 or 12 and it's your turn to go into the bathroom and say bloody Mary 13 times. 
what's going to be more satisfying coming out of that bathroom? Like nothing. Or like, I don't know for sure. <laughs> no, I'm running. You, home. Are, Fuck you already know. No, but you <laughs> already know. Like, even if you're not lying a hundred percent, but you know, maybe you're stretching it out a little bit. It's for the enjoyment of the night. Kind of like, yeah, I, yeah. You, you're not going to come out. Like if something real happened, you'd be running out the door. Like if you really had a big scratch, on it, there wouldn't, there would be nothing in you that wanted to like, oh, I don't know. So more than likely it's going to be something very general something no one can disprove by going into the rest. Like, you're not going to go, she's standing on the toilet right now. I swear <laughs> to God. And then everyone's going to go, no, she's not. Oh, that is, that is a great point. I mean, there's it's going to be something. <laughs> it's going to be something that you're like, dude, I, I don't know. I don't know. And you're going to build it up. Cause you know, that's the whole purpose of it. It's everything is built up to that moment. It's almost like those hypnotist shows. <laughs> like, have you seen, I'm not that hip. I don't know if hypnotism is real or not. Um, we went over a little bit. And when I did my degree, but I think some of them to a certain point there is, but some of them are just hilarious. And obviously the person is playing along and you know, they are because they'll play along without following the instructions that the hypnotist put in place. So it doesn't make sense, but it's just that pressure. You feel like when a hypnotist puts you under and everyone's done it before. And then you're like, well, yeah, I'm hypnotized too. <laughs> and, and, but you don't, but you don't remember like what you're supposed to do. And so you do it wrong. So it's very clear you're conscious because you're doing it wrong. Or the same thing with like healers, not that there's not healers, but do you think no one's ever faked going up on stage just and felt no one's ever faked that? I think some people have faked that just because it's a lot of pressure in the moment for everyone's expecting that Dude, to happen. i always like, wonder that when you see them on like tv and you know like the preacher just puts their hand on their head and they're like shaking vigorously no, I, i'm sure there's yeah, oh, dude. very many genuine ones that happen i'm yeah, sure yeah, there yeah, are of course but i'm also sure that there probably are very many ones that are just like i'm not feeling it but i'm not gonna be i'm not gonna be up here like <laughs> i'm not gonna be that guy be <laughs> <laughs> recorded no my way uh, see, like what Richard was saying, someone goes in there and what's more likely they're going to come out boring, like nothing happened or with a cool story. Right. My way out is usually through jokey. Like I, I think I went in the restroom doing that and I was like, bloody Mary, just real loud. Everyone out the doors laughing. And then I run out and say, Hey, she got me or, you know what I mean? So I always right. turned it jokey because I was scared and because <laughs> that's just my way out of a nervous situation. Right. So yeah, I could see how e it's, it turns into a lie so quickly. And maybe even over time, people would believe that lie because that happens all the time to children. They get older, like, that's never yeah. happened. I believed that, but that never happened. Well, memory so, of something. But even, yeah, even yourself, breath. that you implant yourself, and later on you think that that's real. You believe right. it. And um, it's weird, man. So that was my way out, and I'm – I probably still wouldn't do it. I'm to be honest. I don't know why. It's just like a weird thing. Gene, one of the ones you brought up earlier. So I really like the modern version. The the old version to me is kind of like I kind of understand it. So I'm like, it's not as haunting to me. It's not as like frightening. Which one? But, a walk up the stairs? Right. Because to me, I kind of see even if I'm wrong, my mind somewhat grasps what that's for but conjuring something from like the beyond or from the dead or a spirit, that's a lot more, um, that's Ouija board status. That's like, right. we want something. To happen. So, so there's three main ones. You talked about two of them, Mary Tudor, which was Mary one of England. 
um, and she like tortured hundreds of Protestants to death for heresy, um, giving her the nickname Bloody Mary. So some people believe that that's who you're conjuring. Um, another person is the one you mentioned was the witch Mary Worth. Mm -hmm. She was executed in Salem at the witch trials. My favorite one, though, my absolute favorite one that makes me the most scared that I think should just be, I, I should title her Queen Bloody Mary. She should be the one, in my opinion. It's Elizabeth Bathory, also known as Queen of the Blood, who, who supposedly was convicted for murdering hundreds of young girls so she could bathe in oh, her yeah. blood. So this was in the fifth, late 1500s to early 1600s. Perfect for storytelling because and you killing can't, people. <laughs> well, because you can't go back and like look at a news article and be like, no, nah, there's nothing in here about that. So there's historians that wrote about that. Supposedly she was killing so many people and mostly slaves. This was in Hungary. So it was in Europe. Supposedly she was killing so many slaves and young women slaves that the town people were even like, that's a lot. And she lived in a castle. So she wasn't like a normal person. Mm -hmm. So the judge in that town went out to the castle and it's by history's account, he walked in in the middle of her torturing like a young uh, underage girl slave and drawing her blood out to like a big plant, a big pot or a big uh, metal holding thing so she could have it later to bathe in. Wow. Um, the cool, the sad part is, is that the slaves that were helping her actually got put to death. She ended up getting put on house arrest in her castle. That was like the worst thing you could do because she was kind of considered like an elite. So that's, that was the only thing they could really do to her. Wow. Um, but some people estimate like close to five, 600 children she killed. Oh my gosh. And just an absolute, uh, sociopath, like a maniac, um, and she, no one really proved, I read a little bit more into it. The whole bathing in blood seems to be a lot more of an exaggeration past the point of what's historically accurate. Um, but you don't, I don't see why anyone would need to embellish historically what is pretty much thought of as true, which is well over three, 400 children were murdered. By her. I mean, that's, it's outrageous. And she lives in this big castle. She seems like one of those things from a movie that would be a spirit and then would come to you in the mirror every time. Like she just had such an evil in her to kill all those children. It was so strong. It just lived on past, past physical life. Yeah. So, so talking about that, I, you know, I, I went to, <laughs> you got dark, bro. Uh, so I, I decided to look up blood facials, blood baths and looking young. Oh. There's actually a thing called vampire facials. You yep. know that. Yeah. Huh? I did what not know that. To... You guys do that? Kim Kardashian gets them. Yeah, I, I know that. Yeah, I didn't It was an American yeah. Horror Story. Real? I don't watch that. <laughs> Just painting the blood on her face. That's crazy. <laughs> so the I whole time thought... I was talking specifically about who I thought should be the main number one pound for pound champion Bloody Mary, mm -hmm. you were looking up facials <laughs> no 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 no. i was blood. listening to you and looking up facials and making some amazon purchases mm. no i know if think anyone's she, gonna be evil and come back i think she's the, she's oh, the real for sure i mean that soul has definitely got some blood on her hands <laughs> Sorry, only no, because the queen uh, Sorry. the 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 queen of of england mary or whatever that people Kings and Queens back then, that was like in the, I think, f earlier 1500s was her time. But 
you know, that was like drinking water back. The kings and queens killed people a lot. Um, you didn't have, that wasn't an uncommon thing. But even for her time when she was killing the one that was from Hungary that wasn't a queen or a king, mm-hmm. wasn't a queen. Even that for that time, like it was just unheard of. Even that, which uh, the Smithsonian has her on record as the as being having the highest kill number from any single uh, woman serial killer. Really, really. So she's held that record since like fifteen sixty, fifteen seventy, something like ah, that. That's crazy. So the fact that she's in the Smithsonian as holding the title. Omar, you just got back. So the girl that I was talking about in Hungary, she holds the that. title. That's fine. She holds the title from the Smithsonian as being the world's has killed being the world's having the most kills of any woman serial killer in the history of the world that we know as serial killers. Jeez. And boss, is that one is bitch. that the one you were, that was documented by the historians that you were saying? Right. That one's in the Smithsonian. Yes. You can look her up in the Smithsonian. BBC had one on her. Uh, there's little details that are like the whole bathing in blood. Not everybody agrees on that, but there was over two. It was, I want to say 238. I don't know why, but let's say close to 250 written statements accounting her murderous acts on young children from the townspeople. So this was not like some, the story of her is, I don't know. She is really bloody Mary, but she really did that. She, yeah. she had a temper on her, you know. She a little was, bit of a temper. She was she had a little bit of and a it temper, was, and it was even more than a temper. It was sadistic. Let me look up some of the stories I read about like her because this. Enjoyed it. Well, yeah, this was not, um, and almost in a. Yeah. Do you think like she genuinely just hated children, or she just loved murdering things, and children were easy? <laughs> well, the real, it's worse. Oh shit! It gets worse. Jeez. <laughs> All right, let's hear it. Um, let's see. God, it's so bad. <laughs> okay, this is from HistoryChannel.com. Bathory's torture included jamming pins and needles under the fingernails of her servant girls oh, and oh. tying them down, smearing them with honey, and leaving them to be attacked by bees and ants. Oh, although, gosh. <laughs> although the count participated in his wife's cruelties. He may have also restrained her impulses. When he died in the early 1600s, she became much worse. With the help of her former nurse, Ilona Joe, and local witch, Dorita Sendez, Bathory began abducting peasant girls to torture and kill. She often bit chunks of flesh from her victims, and one unfortunate girl was even forced to cook and eat her own flesh. (laughs) Bathory reportedly believed that human blood would keep her looking young and healthy. Gene. Yeah, she was... Okay, so... In January 1611, Bathory and her cohorts were put under trial... All were convicted, but only Bathory escaped execution. Instead, she was confined to a room of the castle that only had slits for air and food. She survived for three years, but was found dead in 1614. What a sweet sword. <laughs> Jesus, like a blessing. She's like Dracula's wife. Well, right. If, if we ever got down that road. So apparently, but 
it was almost worse than that because her impulses got stronger once he died. So once he died, she just went out of control. So Dracula kept her in check. Jesus. Isn't isn't that weird that uh, over so much time, and have y'all heard uh, like Alex Jones several years ago saying that the, the Illuminati drink children's blood and all this stuff and then oh yeah it finally totally. came out that maybe they're not murdering them but there actually is a group of elite people right now out in the open that are taking like an, an iv drip or something like that there's a or, adrenochrome blood. right uh that one's a little different that's no adre- idea but, different oh yeah but adrenochrome's it, not blood but. it's crazy that 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 it carried on till you know it's been kind of forever that the power of the youth is in the blood somehow it's kind of like a weird little like a it's kind of like a weird little thing, man. Yeah, we have sounds, to dive into that later on. It's sat, it doesn't even sound smart. It just sounds oversimplified. Like, it sounds like a child thought, like, well, if you want to stay young, maybe you should get blood from children. And like that, it, it just, <laughs> drink, it. It, <laughs> drink it, put it on you. you know? What if it is that simple? I mean, just, oh. well, I mean, if they're doing it, I wouldn't imagine people are, who are, I mean, especially nowadays, there's no reason not to have science put into it if you have the money to figure out if it works yeah so if it's working for you then it's working for you i don't condone getting children's blood (laughs) (laughs) let's not get this confused anything crazy yeah we are totally against uh the sacrifice of children hey if there was benefits i would do it i wouldn't i mean (laughs) no i mean through the means of like like consensual means exactly so, <laughs> I don't know. I mean, maybe that is the fountain of youth, bro. I'm, I'm starting to understand this Bloody Mary lady a lot more lately. <laughs> okay, so I, get, I get her. I get she her. got some good points. <laughs> so, the the one that the, – the type of story behind this that, that Richard resonated with you uh, was the one of, like, an evil person right. that kind of can exist after her – passing and kind of like go into like an you know the fourth dimension you, almost still that evil right. still exists that spirit and, soul and the, that the, you can conjure the kind of thing that kind of i think about that stuff a lot because i think you know people's experiences with ghosts and stuff like that is almost if there's a theory on that i i could i would be able to understand it the stuff that scares me more is the stuff about did y'all read the one about hell mary that like H E L L Mary, mm-hmm. you say that oh. in the mirror. You say that in the mirror, and the mirror turns red, and you see death. <laughs> it's kind of like this. Uh, I don't know. There's just something about not something from this world appearing, like right. Satan or you know death or a demon. It just seems like a higher tier of evil, like a higher tier of like bad, less realistic. But way worse if that's real. You understand? Does that make any sense? Yeah, I yeah, was going to ask you. Does it proven or unproven? Oh, go on. No, go ahead. Oh, that's it. That's all I have. So I was going to ask you: Does it? What's more scary to you? The conjuring of something that you know is you've never seen, like the hell thing, right? You know you've never seen it. Or is it more scary to try to conjure someone you know really existed, but you don't know if she's going to be conjured or not? Like, because the, to me, the, the first the, one. 
Okay, so I'm the opposite of you. Like the yeah. realism, like so Ghost, Jason, uh, horror movies, those those horror movies never scared me where it's a protagonist that's like not an identity because I just don't find it believable. But demonic movies scare the shit out of me. That's because, kind of what, yeah. this, what I'm talking about because now <clears throat> it's it's kind of getting, we're kind of, splitting hairs because right i was just gonna say a demonic movie is kind of in line with what i'm saying because it is the demon isn't something we know and is existed right you know so i see what you're saying though because it is actually that's a real belief, person right a real we, person that can get possessed by something other world or just come right? from whatever realm she's in like uh, you don't even have to be uh, you could be a christian and think she's in hell or you could be uh, agnostic or even atheist and believe that there's other realms and that energy sometimes is so compound like gravity that it just kind of it just it stays but in a different way and so there might be something to conjuring it um it's just the fact that she was a real person that scares me more. It's, yeah. It just seems well, one seems one more step closer to something I can imagine happening than I can't imagine like my mirror just turning like me seeing hell. No, uh, no, of course not. Yeah. But 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 to what you were saying, someone that's evil, like like a Hitler type of person right. who just wants death and destruction, and that's just something wrong with their brain, rather right. than someone who's possessed by right kind of like like i said like a certain demon and then they start talking in latin and they say my name is yeah, 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 yeah. whatever yeah that is what i was talking about that's that's deathly terrifying, terrifying to me that is so, terrifying so when whenever i so who's the first person that tried a ouija board is that just experiment and then bad stuff started happening started talking oh. back and you know what i mean so no one knows how to conjure these things there's probably right. a million ways to do that if that's if a great real. topic though for for another podcast for sure yeah. ouija board Gene. ouija boards jamie <laughs> Gene, jamie get on it. <laughs> it i got it it's on the list write it down ouija board ouija so, that's a that's a really good one because i bet you there's a lot of history unless it's just like no it was invented in 67 for idiots a big game manufacturer right. owns the rights right no, like it's like hasbro Monopoly. or something yeah. like that yeah Hasbro. Oh my they god, that'd up. be so funny. No, it's serious. They they sold they it do. at Toys R Us for forever. Yeah, that's true. But I don't know how far answer. back the origin goes. I yeah. mean, uh, but we'll, let's true. just let's just, let's just say uh, <laughs> Thomas Jet. Hasbro invented it in his basement, and that's how he became wealthy. Gene, I'm looking sure. at you. I know because Gene's like, Gene's like, <laughs> he doesn't know what's real and what's. I'm like, what? What's a uh, smart remark? I know. We don't know yet, Gene. We're gonna look into it. Yeah, we're looking into that one. But okay, so so I just wanted to say that that it's just funny, man. Those kind of things yeah. are are too different. But what's up, Gene? How? What about you? As far as oh my god, man. I mean, it's more of I'm more afraid of something that hasn't been disproven. So, yeah, I mean, it's normal to be afraid of, like, the Jason characters and all that. But it's easy to calm yourself down, like, okay, that person's not real. But like Richard was saying, if it's a ghost or a demon or something like that that could possess someone, like, that type of eagle, evil is, like, way more terrifying. What's mm -hmm. scary to me, too, is, like, she doesn't even have to be a demon. It could just be her coming back. I, I don't think there's anything about her being possessed when she's doing these horrible things to these mm -hmm. young servants and peasants. So it could just be her like, ah, I want to do something to you like this. I just get that little, like, 
Like I mean, she would stick. Yeah, she would stick things in people's fingernails and like uh. bite their flesh off and like just horrible. And the one, the one, uh, like psychological reason that I read was it was more of a sexual satisfaction, mm, which really, yeah, I, I kind of, I think it's impulse. I don't know if it's sexual. I am a doctor, so I mean, <laughs> okay, perfect. Um, I, I see the impulse or I could kind of see somebody having that, like, ah, I just want to hurt you in pain. Um, I don't know where the sexual part comes from. To my knowledge, there was no direct like sexual thing that was being done. It was just deeply horrible, painful ways of torturing people. It was more sadistic. Um, and so I don't, I don't even think she would need to be a demon to scare me maybe even more than a demon. Maybe it's just her getting that, like, you conjured me and now I get to, like, maybe that's what the scratch is. Is that little, like, ah, get, like <laughs> <laughs> I well, can't be there for a long time to torture you, but I can at least scratch the shit out of you and then, like, go, like, go back. What I want to know is what, like, what she does on her downtime. Is she just sitting there waiting for someone to be, like, <laughs> and then Chilling. scratches them and then she goes back and she's just waiting? And is it is it ever an itch that gets scratched? So is it, like, <laughs> does she ever come back, like, satisfied? Oh, yeah, finally. Yes. <laughs> no, like need- that's okay. You, time. That's a good point because that's not nearly – what she was doing she was murdering mm-hmm. people by the dozens so that's like a punishment to her that she could just go could back be. and scratch someone maybe All that's you could her do scratch hell. Them. you get one yeah, scratch exactly that's maybe it. that's her personal hell where that's she her thinks hell. and every time she forgets that she can't so she really thinks like <laughs> ah a new a new young girl She's and then right. <laughs> in the mirror like waiting <laughs> Just say, to go. Just say it. <laughs> she's like, she's grabbing her tools of like chopping off ears and chopping off fingers. This is the one. And this then is the one I can feel. She, it. Feels, <laughs> she feels herself getting pulled back, and it just gives a scratch. <laughs> yes. And she has to go through that anguish until so she gets called again. That is what the truth is. We found it right there. That, that is, I think, is her I think we hell. have. I think over. we can close the case on that one. I think Bloody Mary's Whoa, just been solved. Case she was a Hungarian crazy bitch that was married to Dracula. When Dracula died, even Dracula couldn't. Dracula was trying to hold this girl off. And then at a certain point, he was like, I gotta, I gotta go. I don't think Dracula dies. He didn't die. He probably just left her. And it's like, dude, oh, yeah, you're he's... crazier than me. And I'm a freaking, <laughs> I'm a vampire. The king of vampires. We are in Transylvania. I'm the vamp. I'm Dracula. You can't be, I can't have a wife that's more crazy than me. I gotta, go. I gotta. Go. And then she <laughs> left and she's like, oh, I'm going to America. I'll show you who the real monster is. <laughs> and then just did unspeakable acts of torture. <laughs> I said, it's hard to laugh when I say that, but it's so obnoxious. It's so obnoxious. It's hundreds, like hundreds and hundreds of servants. And then even she ran out of servants. So she just went to like the peasants. So the, the townspeople, the little girls and the townspeople. I, I wonder how she got these people. She was well, obviously she's some sort of elite. Well, no, she had a castle. She was up there in Transylvania true, with, in a castle. So she probably had them as servants on the ground. Yeah. You yeah. only have to kill a couple before word gets around town. Like, don't worry about that castle. But she had a lot of people that were executed along with her. So I think people that she kept as servants or as like her workers, or she kept on salary, she ended up being kidnappers. 
So they would probably go out, get the children, bring them back. Because mm. you, it doesn't take that many. Like as soon as yeah. you kind of have a reputation of like, oh, if, when you go there, if you're a young girl, you're going to die and be tortured. No one's going to willingly go to that castle. Yeah. Right. It's and it's also crazy that her punishment was basically home arrest. Like that was her punishment. That's jacked up, dude. Yeah. We're just taking this room. I can't believe that. I mean, it makes sense. Like and then you said, they, well, and the fact that they executed the servants that she had because they yeah. participated in it <laughs> rather than and not execute her who actually carried out these torturous acts. Because there was no proof that they there was obviously proof enough that they were participants in getting these children, but there was no proof that they did a single one single act of torture to any of the children, which they all swear they didn't. And even the girl, when she was on trial, she was like, she was real defiant from what I read because she knew the worst thing that could happen was she yeah. should have to stay in her castle. So. I feel like they were just like, I mean, that sucks, but you, you would think that someone like that would just want to die. Like, just kill me. Like, I feel like they were more hardcore back then. Like, Oh no, she we're going to torture three you. Three years. Yeah, she died in her 50s. She only lasted after – she was only like three-something years. But maybe back in the 1500s, 1600s, 50 was like 130. So yeah. It was that's probably yeah. why. Yeah, they're like, mm-hmm. yeah, we'll cut these other people. But so even before she was in prison and she was in her 50s, I think she was like 58, 57. So when she was like peak killing people, she was like late, late stages of life, which should be the most wisdom-filled, kind parts of your life. And she's just – Russian, the, the killing most game. hardcore torture yeah. <laughs> dude she is that's metal i don't know what metal is but that is metal <laughs> just like you said about people word spreading around like don't go work for her you know she was posting on craigslist like for thousand dollars a week for come sure. over here you just gotta sweep and a thousand dollars a week come get this it's the town <laughs> craigslist like that big wooden post and she just said and she's so rich she just buys it all up and you could just see the girls walking around like Mm. <laughs> we mm. know that trick Mm-mm-mm. you might have got 350 of us but you won't get 351 <laughs> <laughs>